maybe quick question here because you mentioned also the word selfhood and and I'm trying to make sense maybe from the meaning of selfhood and being because I don't know maybe quickly I I I, I had this always this um, when I looked to mirror and I was very kid and I was recognizing this something who I am and I just um I don't know how to express that but I feel there's something inside me and I was looking outside of myself as something weird how I'm here and how I'm talking it's a weird feeling so I I don't know how to explain it it was unexplicable and it's weird it's scary that's that I'm living being I don't know if that's something you can explain uh, or you understand what I'm trying to say but if there's a differentiation between the selfhood and being in in for example you mentioned octopus they're aware of the environment they have this the spider when they have the legs and the web they they are aware of this environment and they can catch the prey and know if there's damage in the web so they have this capabilities of awareness uh i don't know if you get my question yeah i mean i think you're you're wrestling with with what philosophers have been wrestling with for for for, for millennia um I think that's absolutely right. There's a fundamental distinction between um, having a um, a capacity to make sense of the world and response, respond to that world and just to be in that world in a functional way. And then knowing that you are a creature or an artifact that is being in that world. So for me um, and people like me, the explanation always has to be cast in terms of the internal or the generative morals that you bring to the table to make sense of your world. And as soon as you say a word like me, that tells me immediately that you have a generative model that actually includes a hypothesis or a construct or a, a representation of me. Now, you don't need that you know, to move to feel possibly, uh, to sense, to talk. You don't have to have, oh, it's me talking. You can just talk. So, there, but there, there certainly are, um, well, I am assuming that there certainly are creatures like, like you and me that have this additional, um, this additional layer, hierarchical depth to their generative models, to their internal world models that include this ability to represent and understand and sense-make under the context, under the belief that it is me doing this sense-making. Um, and that leads to all sorts of interesting consequences um, because if you've got this very sophisticated um, model that has the hypothesis, oh, it's me that is thinking, it is me that is planning, it is me that is seeing, it is me that is feeling, there has to be an altered hypothesis that it's not me. And then you get into the world of zombies, which philosophers love. Uh, so you could actually argue the very thought experiments that underwrite a lot of philosophical discussion and puzzlement of the kind that you have just experienced or were describing is actually only the kind of puzzlement that things, very sophisticated things like you and me can actually enjoy. Because to have the hypothesis, I can be a zombie, so I'm not me, or there's no me, there's no me-hood or self-hood, um, but, and yet I behave um, in exactly the same way, tells you that you've, you've, first of all, had these counterfactual hypotheses in your head, 
So much of this puzzlement, I think, is um, it, it's not a problem. It's actually a reflection of the fact that you can entertain these fantastical hypotheses that you can be outside your head and look at you without you being in your head. So that's just this ability, I think, that comes with this um, ability to free oneself from the present, but also free oneself, free oneself from um, the uh, you know the location that is you know that, that is our head. To be able to stand back and model my my own brain or model my own sense making or sentience, um, you know that's another uh, if you like ability of these generative models that can entertain these abstractions that go beyond the uh, the spatial temporal present uh, so you know that puzzlement you felt is exactly what philosophers spend their entire life trying to understand but it is a gift that puzzlement is a gift that only you can experience and possibly octopuses could or octopi i'm not quite sure what the plural is and possibly they could as well. I, I don't know. Uh, well, <clears throat> one, you could say, well, why can't we ask an octopus whether it does have this kind of, whether it's puzzled about the fact that it can sense its world? And, you know, is it an octopus or is it, is it, is it something else? One key thing here is that if it is right that um, self-awareness and any kind of selfhood rests upon a model of me, a self-model. You have to ask yourself, well, where did that come from? Um, and many people might answer, well, you had to develop that self-model during your very early life in order to distinguish between your mother and yourself. So when you're born, you don't need a notion of me and you or me and mother. Um, you know, for, for, from your point of view, it's just a world which some people refer to as an oceanic state, um, which just supplies sensations and bits of the world you can change and bits of the world you can't change. And you have to learn that. Um, and at some point, you may have to um, realise that mother is not part of you. And if you have to realise that mother is not part of you, you now have a model, a hypothesis in your world model or your generative model, that there are other creatures or there are creatures. And then you might think, well, perhaps I am a creature. And then you have a sense of self. So your sense of self was actually just testing the hypothesis. Well, perhaps I'm something, uh, I am an artifact or uh, a thing that is like my mother that I've seen move around and she behaves like this and she behaves like that. Sometimes I can get her attention, sometimes I can't. Perhaps I'm that kind of thing. If that's true, that means your ability to um, exchange with others and to understand others, um, um, understand yourself is predicated upon and very dependent upon your ability to model others, which means that um, if I'm using you to understand me and ultimately me to understand you, and this is known as theory of mind, then that will only work if we are sufficiently similar. And I tell that long story because, of course, me and an octopus may not be sufficiently similar 
for me to ever really understand an octopus. Quite simply, because I can't use any of my beliefs about, I can't use my self-model to infer what the octopus meant or what the octopus is thinking. Whereas I, I can do that with you. If I look at you and I can see you, I can hear you, I can say to myself, well, what propositional stance, what intentions, um, what things am I holding in my head that would have to be there in order to produce the same movements and facial expressions that you're offering me? And then I can use that to infer what you're thinking. But I can only do that because you and me are so similar. You know, and we share the same narrative, we share the same language, we have the same kinds of bodies, we're both, you know, from the, you know, we're both conspecifics. I can't do that with an octopus. So even if the octopus is self-aware, and perhaps um, there are churches or schools or universities or philosophers, uh, you know, deep in the sea, where octopuses gather and discuss zombie octopuses, we will never know. We will never know because we could only talk to each other.